I'm Christy Hemingway, host of Ed Curation, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Coming up on episode 130 of Podcast PD, we are prepping for a new school year, and we're going to talk about that. Let's start the show. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day, except you're going to have more fun with AJ Bianco and me, Chris Nessie. Let's start the show. Welcome to this episode of Podcast PD. My name is Chris Nessie. I am at Mr. Nessie on Twitter, and I am joined as always by the by the podcast Padre. No, wrong show. No, nope. wrong person. Wrong show. Paisan. <laughs> I'm so the Paisan. No matter how you look at it. Well, I guess in some ways I think you're my daddy. No. <laughs> wow, that's super. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the podcast Paisano is here. What's going on, AJ? Oh, you know, apparently my microphone doesn't like to work. And- Your microphone didn't want a microphone this evening. So I get a brand new computer. Thank you, school, and can't even use it the podcast now. So I guess we're back to the old drawing board. We'll we'll, we'll sharpen that pencil and we'll get that figured out for All sure. Right, end of the month, sure, <laughs> sure, great. Uh, if you're watching us live, thank you so much. Let us know where you're checking in from. Uh, Randall Black checking in on the Facebook. Haven't seen Randall in a while, but I know he's out there doing some fun stuff. There she is, the incomparable Stephanie Scrocky. We are having a great summer. You having a great summer? Am I having a great summer? Yeah, I'm having a great summer. I know Stephanie from social media. Uh, she was recently in Pittsburgh, and she went to a Pirates cool. game. There you go. So, Stephanie, let us know in the chat how PNC Park was, and we can include those comments in there. there. What? What's up? I can't wait to go there. Is that on that's, the list? That's on, oh, that's on the list. That's That might be a two-year-from-now trip. Two years from now? This year we're going... Well, this year we're going to DC. Come on, I'll pick you up next week. Let's go to let's go to Pittsburgh. Well, this year we're going to DC, <laughs> and uh, next year is either Boston or Philly, and then we start making the bigger trips. I think. Okay, Stephanie said it's beautiful, and uh, Randy has COVID. Ah, sorry to oh, hear that, my friend. That. Sorry to hear that. All right, AJ. So we are in the midst of our well, more me than you summer vacation, <laughs> but the twenty three twenty four school year is around the corner. And, you know, we are fortunate enough to, well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. We live in New Jersey and we start school after Labor Day. My first day of school with staff and my colleagues is September 5th, which is a Tuesday. Ours, I don't know what ours is. We'll go with the 5th. There you go. But another school year is upon us. So I thought we could have a brief conversation. Uh, What have we been learning this summer? What have we done this summer? And maybe one or two things we're looking forward to at the start of the school year and kind of how we start a school year. You from the administrator side of the coin, me from the classroom teacher side of the coin. And certainly you could reflect on the what you did as a classroom teacher. I remember those days. You remember fondly? Fondly. I look back on those days and wonder what if. <laughs> I guess that, that there, there you go. Marvel has their what if. We'll do our own what if series one day. There you go. Right. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the the theme of every episode in 2024. 
because we only do 12 now. So that's good. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> Actually, maybe maybe this could be the time we go back. We, things go well. They, well <laughs> we'll reflect on that one day too. Speaking of going back, uh, I had let you know off the air that I was having a special lunch this week with uh, yes, you, with you, a very good friend of ours. I have, yes. and this will make podcast PD listeners go, ooh. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> not that exciting. I had lunch with Stacy. We got together and we had lunch. We laughed. What did you eat? Uh, I had a, what I call a Jersey burger. So <laughs> uh, a burger, cheeseburger with, with pork roll on it. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Tell it him. was delicious. And yeah. she had some sort of salad. <laughs> salad. It, it was a very complex salad. There was a lot going on in, in her lunch. That's all right. But, uh, but we had a really nice guys. time. We sat for about two hours. Wow. And, you know, we just, uh, we shot the breeze. We talked about you. We talked about the show. Um, oh. Really got caught up. How am I doing? <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> uh, we talked about our kids. I, I remember, not to go too far down memory lane, there was a, a day years ago where she came over here to the House of Ed Tech to record an episode of that podcast. Mm-hmm. And she brought mm-hmm. her boys over. And her boys, at that point were like little boys. And like, I just had miles at that point who was like a baby. And, uh, her oldest son is getting ready to go off to college in the fall. And mm-hmm. her youngest son is now a junior in high school. It's ridiculous. I mean, in a good way for sure. Oh, you yeah, know, just the fact that like, this is where we're at in life. Yeah. So she's doing well. And, uh, great. Yeah. Her voice may appear one day in the future. Ooh, baby. So put the pressure on her folks. <laughs> I only put a little oh, bit. I only put a little bit. Leave her alone. I will. <laughs> She'll come when she's ready. Yes. So, but but she's out there. For anybody who had been wondering, where, where where's she been? She's out there. Do not worry. Do not fret. All right. Let's dive into the future. Hmm. Okay. The future. The future. I'm really, in a weird way, I'm excited for this coming school year because I'm going to have, surprise, another student teacher in the fall. <laughs> hey, I'm doing what I can to change the world. Sure you are. I am. So yep. mm-hmm. this fall semester here in 2023, I will be graced with the presence of John, the student teacher. Oh, okay. Now I, and this is where the baseball analogy works. I am taking John from rookie ball to A mm-hmm. to double A. And I would say that student teaching is triple A, right? Before you go to, before you go to the league. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's triple A, triple A, Jason. Right. So uh, all the student teachers that go to my high school come from Rutgers and he was with me in the fall for his like coming one day a week student teaching experience, his, his little experience of observing. Then in the spring, mm-hmm. he was with me at least two days a week for X number of hours. And now he'll be with mm-hmm. me the full five days in the fall. And that always gets me excited for education in the school year because, you know, you've got to be obviously getting to know the students. I've got to be working with him to do the things that he needs to learn how to do as a teacher. And I feel that that keeps me sharp and prevents yeah, me from yeah. getting lazy as a teacher, really, because I've got yeah, to continue to work. I can't just sit gotta on the work. sidelines. Got to show. Yep. You got you to set the, set the pace, set the tone. Yes. Uh, I like what uh, Tim from Teachers on Fire, he's commented mm-hmm. on YouTube. Teaching with Chris is basically the World Series. <laughs> oh, the World Series. What's that, AJ? <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that is a game that is played in a baseball field between two teams that are very good. Oh. Not usually the Yankees. No. Well, 27 times they've won. Yes. But we haven't seen that in my kids' lifetime. Yes. So I've been putting in a lot of work here in the off season, you know, uh, listening to some podcasts, consuming. Sh- a lot of baseball analogies. Yeah. Sorry. 
I've been consuming a lot of short videos on my phone. I don't know what that means. You're putting it in quotes. Are you not watching videos or are you pretending to watch No, videos? I'm watching short videos on my phone, but I feel like people are tired of me talking about where I consume my short form video content. Are you talking about podcast? Short form video content. Oh, TikTok. My bad. Okay. You Sorry. said it. So that opens the gates for me. So I consume a lot of yeah, great. TikTok for teachers. And I've just, I've some found some, some great history teachers who will put out some really great content and I've got some ideas and, you know, the wheels are spinning on things I can improve and how to, you know, really plan those first couple of weeks of school and say the hell with the curriculum. Let's get to know the kids, which yeah. I think is super important. What are your thoughts on that? TikTok? <laughs> no, getting to know watching your kids TikTok? and how you approach the start of a oh, school year. You're sorry, I watching, watching TikTok and learning how to be a teacher from it. It's only bad if you're actually in front of your kids watching the TikToks and trying to learn how to teach. No. Um, sorry. So, so legit now. The question is building relationships, right? Yes. Is that like priority one? Yes. I'm sorry if my sound sounds terrible. As I said, beginning microphone does not work on this new computer. So um, relationships first. You know, that's what it comes down to. And I think you, you're not going to be successful in any realm of school unless you build a relationship with it, with your students. Um, there's really no other way to do it. Like, you want to set a tone, you want to show the kids who you are, and you want to be the tough, nasty teacher, that's fine. But you still have to spend time to to build a relationship to let you let the kids know who you are and you get to know the kids so that they can come to school every day excited to learn. Now, how do you I'm do- not scared to learn. Absolutely. But now you're an administrator. What does that look like yep, for you to build relationships with new staff members, returning staff members? What's your approach? Well, for, 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 for staff by itself? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm visible, you know, and that's just something I try to do. I try to go into classrooms as much as possible. I try to, um, really make myself seen and, and, and be part of the class, you know, being in, in the main office does not help anybody in this job. It only helps paperwork get done. And, um, you know, I really try to make, try to make it my part of the day to say good morning to every teacher, um, whether I'm walking the building before they get there or while they're there, I really try to go out of my way to say hello to everybody. Um, you know, there's definitely things I'm going to work on. You know, I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and, uh, you know, it, it hit me, you know, to be part of their lives. Do you know more about your staff? Right. So like, I don't know every one of my, uh, staff's kids names. I don't know their husbands or wives names in, in many cases, but you know, that's something I need to work on, you know, to build those relationships, you know, to actually go out of my way to show that like, I care about who they are as a person and not just what they're doing in the classroom. Right. It's, it's not too dissimilar. We've all seen videos of motivational stuff for teachers. Like you can't teach your kids until you know your kids and they can't learn until, you know, they feel comfortable and safe. Uh, so is it safe to say the same can be said for leading teachers? To an extent. I don't think it has to be exactly that. You know, I think, and the reason I say that is because I don't need to know every, everything about every person in my school what they need to know is that I care for them. I support them and that, you know, I'm there for them throughout a given day. Um, I think more importantly than me knowing who they are as people is, is that I respect them. So that in turn, they, they respect who I am and that's where the relationship is the starting point. Right. Now I got to ask. So a uh, recent episode, we had Jared Lamb on the principal on a cart who is my, my best friend, your best friend. So what, right. Have you reflected on anything that he talked about or I mean, I, I don't know if you were joking one of the last times we talked where you said like you've been talking to him, but like, is there anything that yeah. he's inspired you to do or, or try or implement here at the start of the year? 
I, I just, I think his, inv- his visibility is, is just, um, a goal of mine, right? Like I said, I like to be visible in the, in the school. I can't always be visible my, my role versus his role. You know, as the assistant principal, I am doing a lot of discipline. I am doing a lot of different meetings and things like that, just based on, you know, where we are as a school and a district. But, you know, just looking at how he is visible, looking at his, his approach to leading and working with students is definitely something that I, that I would like to try to incorporate into what I do. And for you who is listening, that was episode 129. So the very last one, and that's the Art of Educational Leadership, where we spoke with Jared Lamb. If you're watching on YouTube, I, that link is in the chat if you want to check out those show notes and explore that episode for sure. Um, what else is important at the beginning of the school year? Um, honestly, I, I think it's just, uh, the fonts. Um, the fonts in the house. I think he's here. I think it's just important to just set a tone, right? And, and, and that's really what's important because I think when you reflect on your first couple of weeks in the classroom or in a school or whatever the case may be, you look at the kids and you say, oh, the kids are great. You know, they're, they're doing what they have to do, you know, and then because they're kids, because they get comfortable, because they try to push boundaries, like a, like a light switch, it flips, right? And I, and I think we get caught in the, I'm going to say the trap, I guess, we, we get caught up and we say, you know, you guys didn't do this a month ago. You guys didn't act like this, you know, but if, if that's your response, then that's, that's not going to help anything. You know, I, I think as an adult, middle school, high school, if you're expecting middle school and high school kids to change their behavior for the positive, you don't know kids, right? <laughs> you have to go every day knowing that these are from middle school, sometimes 10-year-olds through high school and 18-year-olds who are allowed to think on their own and do the things they want to do. You you can't just say, they're going to do exactly what I say because they don't. Gosh, they it would be to. so much easier if they just listened, wouldn't it? It would though. And I say the same thing every day with, with my own kids yeah. right in the house. I wish you guys would just listen, but you know what? It's okay if they don't listen because they're trying to figure out who they are as people. Your job is to lead them and guide them and show them if you're not going to listen, this is what we have to do to fix that. And, and I, and I think that's like that new approach to, to working with kids, you know, not dropping the hammer and punishing kids for who they are is really showing them what they could do and what they should do as kids. That's really, I mean, you think about when we were kids, when we were kids, right? What, what, what happened? You, you step out of line and, and you get, you get in trouble. Yeah. Right. Like I saw, I, I'll go, I saw an Instagram reel and it was hilarious to me. Right. And it was some, some lady, one of those things like, show me, show me you're over 40 without telling me you're over 40 or tell me a, a parenting thing. Your, your parents that you really love. And excuse my language, I'm going to say this. The woman's response was, um, I did what I was supposed to do so that I didn't get my ass beat. <laughs> and that's what it was, right? No matter where we were as, as kids, either in school or at home, we wanted to avoid being in trouble because we knew the people around us, those adults were going to thrash us in some way. Yes. Right? No, you're, you're right. You're right. I mean, I, I, you look at what some kids do and how they act and, you know, the the language that they use. I mean, there's still language I won't use around people who I see, I perceive to be older than me or, and are older than me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. And, and just the way you see young people acting, I, I was at a convenience store today and I was in line and there were these knucklehead young boys doing self checkout and the things that they were saying with no regard for anybody else around them. Some, legit senior citizens, women, just, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. The, 
I don't know what it is, but there's a lack of something. And then that's what's coming into the school and the classroom and, you know, what we have to try and work with in terms of behavior and lifestyle and perspective. Right. I mean, look, is it a lack of self-control? Is it, is it a lack of respect? Is it just, you know, pushing boundaries and, and see what you can get away with? Is it, you know, I, I hate to say, I think a lot of parenting these days is parents don't want to do the wrong thing. And they don't want to step out of line or they don't want their kids upset with them because they're nervous of what's going to happen if they do. I'll sum it up and maybe right. I'm the uh, the old curmudgeon around here. I don't know. Uh, too many parents trying to be friends with their children. Yeah, I, that's that's what I was I was going to say. I just, you know, we, we, we tiptoe around certain behaviors because we don't want our kids mad at us. But that's that. That's what you have to. You have to understand the, the the respect there, right? You have to. If your kid respects you, they're not going to be upset with you. They're going to understand why they're in trouble or why they shouldn't say the things they're saying or act the way they they act. Yeah, I find when I'm in the classroom again. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I work primarily with ninth grade students, so I'm dealing with fourteen year olds, going to be fifteen. That that real nice age, and I find that. I bounce between wearing the teacher hat and the dad hat with a lot of Mm -hmm. my students, you know, to just try to instill not just the history stuff, but just some of that common sense. And I've talked, I think I've talked about here before it's world history and life lessons with Mr. Nessie, right? Right. I want you to be a contributing productive member of the world. Right. Not just the classroom, not just a knucklehead. Right. It's true. It's true. But I, I really think that's like, why I say uh, it's very important to set the tone for what we do as we start the year. So as you go into this school year, is there yeah. a certain theme or message or tone that you're looking to either build on or try? Um, well, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm torn, right? Because you know me and you know, like I'm sitting back here and I'm looking at different things and I'm like, I didn't do this well last year. I didn't do that well last year. I need to improve this. This practice needs to be updated. You know, my instructional leadership needs massive overhaul, right? I really got to be more cognizant of how I observe teachers and, and when I observe teachers and do all those kind of things, right? That's very important to me. I want to make sure that I'm part of the classroom, right? Because as I'm sitting there last year, when you, when you think about observations and summatives and all that kind of stuff, I did two observations, maybe a walkthrough here and there, and I'm supposed to now judge you, teacher, who did a great job at many points of the year because I have three things in front of me. You know, how do, how do I judge? So for, for my teachers who I am their primary, my goal is to do more walkthroughs that don't count, but like more walkthroughs for my own purposes of the things that I notice. So that when we sit down at the end of the year, I can say, look, I've been in your classroom two, three times a month. And this is the thing that I've noticed, right? That's really important. You know, that instructional piece is really important. Do I want to do that for everybody? Yes, I would love to, but I, I think to go slow in order to go fast, I'm going to start with my, my people that I'm a primary for. Right. That's definitely something number one that I'm, I'm focused on. Number two, um, is definitely behavior, you know, as, as I'm still looking at like that positive behavior module. I know PBIS is something that is looked down on for a lot of people for different reasons. I'm not looking to do points based stuff and, and that's, that's not where my focus is, right? My focus is to find the positives that are going on in our school culture that are going on in our school that we improve the culture and the climate around us. You know, I want the kids to know that we see them for the things they're doing and not just looking at them for the things they're not doing, you know? So when I say PBIS, that's my main focus, you know, giving those kids, like even the kids who are always in trouble, having a day where they cleaned up the, the cafeteria 
just to acknowledge them for one positive thing, that might go a long way. That's important. And, you know, have you noticed that discipline and kind of these behavioral things, has it been a struggle from your vantage point since COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Behavior was last year, you know, one of the, let's do it, right? Let's, let's be frank. Last year I was spent, I was burnt out in November, right? In New Jersey, we have our HIV law, right? Harassment, intimidation, and bullying. And I, as the assistant principal, without our student wellness coordinator, became the primary on the HIVs that we had to do in the school. So you were the hip the point HIV, person. I was the hip point person. I was the the uh, school HIV coordinator. Okay. So for those who have no idea what HIV is, um, basically when there's a claim of bullying, harassment, or intimidation from a student, um, anybody can now report it. Usually it's a teacher who overheard a conversation or saw something or whatever it is, or it could be a parent now that can report it, right? So when that happens, whether it's in school or out of school, so it could be social media related, I have to call kids in who are named and I have to do an interview. Um, I will not share the entire number of HIVs I had to do, but at the beginning of last year, from September until Thanksgiving, I was doing HIVs more than I was doing anything else. And with the HIVs comes discipline, comes referrals, comes parent communications and meetings. So my job was strictly doing that, which for all those other people out there who are in the administrative realm, you know, that's not what we are here to do. Like discipline is part of our job. It should not be the only job, you know? And there was a lot of that last year and I was totally burnt and knocked out. So luckily the second half of the year, we hired a student wellness coordinator and things had changed for the better. So now I was able to focus on that discipline aspect of it and do the job I had to do. So things were a little better, but I was still behind because of the first three and a half months of school. But that's all predicated on the actions of the students. And that's that's based on students. So, right. you, you could walk so, into September, be all recharged, and it could be right. less, it could be the same, and, and it, could it could be, be worse. social media first day, it could be social media outreach, you know, just kids going doing kids things and saying things that are completely inappropriate toward other kids, yeah. right? But I think I think now and, and while that's gonna happen, and I know there's gonna be HIVs, I know there's gonna be nonsense that I have to take care of, um, working in tandem with our school wellness coordinator, our student wellness coordinator. Um, we are creating, we're creating a plan in place for like more HIV, um, more PBIS. We're looking at how we can do theme months and focus on that. We're looking at how we can, you know, um, pull out the, the, the positives for kids. And we're looking at different, um, assemblies and speakers and all that kind of stuff. So that like they under, they know that we're doing this because we know what you're doing. Right. And I think the second half of last year, while there were still things that popped up here and there, the kids knew we were on them. And they, at some points they were just done with like, I'm here again. Like, yeah, cause you can't control your mouth. And if you're going to be, you know, I'm going to say, if, you, if you're going to be racist or you're going to be biased towards other people, then you're going to be sitting in my office or going to go with the interview. There's consequences. There's always going to be consequences. And if you're tired of it, stop acting like a fool. There you go. <laughs> in simple words. <laughs> if more kids stopped acting like fools, yeah, things would be better. What I wanted for our theme for next year to be in our school and I was told by many teachers it's probably not appropriate. I just wanted to say, like, everybody, like, well, what's your theme for the year? Like, <laughs> butterflies and rainbows. No, I just want a big sign in the building as you walk in says, don't be stupid. I love it. That, that, right? That, that would be along the lines just, of a sign I want to make just, for my classroom that says, Fafo. Fafo? Fool around and find out. There you go. But, like, it sets the tone, right? Don't be stupid. How are you today? Just don't be stupid when you walk in. Okay? 
<laughs> don't be stupid. Could you just bl- maybe you could blend that in with like, don't do drugs, don't be stupid. Right. Exactly. No smoking. No stupidity. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. One of the things that I said to uh, that I was again I was chatting with Stacy and she shared me some stories from her school year, which was she's a teacher. It was not without events, right? Mm. <laughs> and I shared stories from my school year. Again, it wasn't a boring, uneventful school year. And at one point I said, when we decided to be educators, is this what we imagined it would be when we dreamt of what our careers would entail? Right, right. Who would have thought I'd be sitting outside of a bathroom doing hall duty to make sure that kids are not pulling soap dispensers off the wall? That's my job. <laughs> at, at one point I did the bathroom duty thing this last school year too. Fun, isn't it? I, I, I get a kick out of it. I like interacting with people of, oh yeah, <laughs> you know. No, it's funny. Oh, it's I funny. love it when they come around. The, the kids come around the corner and go, "Oh, Miss Bianco, you're still here? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be here for a while too. Why don't you guys go about the class?" <laughs> I like it. Don't be stupid. Thank you. Is there Don't a nicer stupid. way to say that? I was thinking about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to ChatGPT. Come up with alternative sayings for "Don't be stupid." I I don't want to soften it. Just understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> but now I like Fafo. Now I like Fafo. Fafo. Fool around and find out. I like it. Oh man, yeah. So summer is wasting away, and uh, yeah, it's it's almost it's August now. If you're listening to this, it's August. Some teachers we know in the world they're getting ready to start next week. I saw Jared on TikTok. He uh, he was doing his staff welcome back and all that. Wow, it's crazy. I'm not ready for that, man. No, as Jamie says, July is like Saturday, and now we're turning on to our Sunday. August first is like a Sunday. Wow, that's really depressing. August is the summer is the Sunday of the school the sun- of the of the year. Yep. Yep. The summer Sundays. Summer Sundays. Well, luckily tomorrow's it. July thirty first as we it record is. this. It is. It is. But if you're listening to this as the podcast, it's it's, it's August. Sunday, it's August second. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Wednesday. Don't don't be confused. Don't don't think you woke up later. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's all good. All right. So this has been fun. As always. Yeah. As always. Now, you mentioned PBIS, and we are hoping to uh, have a guest on for our August into September episode. So we're looking forward to planning that. So I think our next episode is going to talk about some strategies and things that teachers and administrators can consider in the realm of PBIS and behavior and how to change the culture and climate of your school. I would say that's accurate. So I think think that would be a... An accurate description, yes, sir. Yeah, so come on back for episode 131. Uh, I'm pretty sure, as Chris pulls up the calendar that should have been pulled up already, that we would look to record that live on Sunday, August 27th, and then that would come out on August 30th. Uh, So spread the word. If you have thoughts on PBIS and behavior and climate and culture, send it our way. Shoot us an email, feedback at podcastpd.com. Or better yet, because this is a podcast, go to our website, podcastpd.com, click on the microphone, send us a message. There's a little button there. You can send us a little voicemail, audio message. Send us your your thoughts on, your best idea on behavior and PBIS, anything of, of related to that. And you know we can include it in our next episode and uh, maybe get our guests' take on some of what you share. And hopefully we create a valuable resource and some great content for you. Sound good, AJ? That sounds great. Well said. I appreciate that. Yeah, you can also reach a tweet us. Uh, I did not talk about Xing us. You should probably. Uh, huh? Oh. 
Mine's still the Twitter logo. You so need, to, refer- you need to update your apps, my friend. I, I did, and it wasn't there. So I'm just going to keep going with Twitter. Okay. Yeah. So you can tweet me. You can X Chris or TikTok him or whatever the hell you do. <laughs> yes. Uh, at- what do you do? You TikTok people? How do you? What is that? Uh, you can TikTok me at House of Ed Tech. What is it called? TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. All right. You can like tweet DM- us. We are at Podcast PD. We're on Instagram at Podcast PD. Best place to do it is go to podcastpd.com. And uh, want to thank our executive producers, Stephanie Scrocky, in the house watching us tonight. And, uh, we want to also acknowledge Holly Landez as well as Sandy Hartman. If you want to become an executive producer, go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer. And you can support the show on a monthly or a yearly basis. If you support us on a yearly basis, we'll send you an awesome sticker and a mug and a t-shirt. And if you just go month to month, we'll send you the awesome sticker. That looks great on any laptop. And uh, you need a bigger phone for the sticker to work because it's a three-inch sticker. So if you want to be able to handle, oh, man, that's a great sticker, AJ. Man, that's nice. It's a Superman sticker for those listening and got awkward silence. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot we're a podcast. (laughs) Yes, we're a podcast. Sorry about that. All right. So we'll be back on Sunday August 27th, and uh, looking forward to another school year. AJ. You got it, man. It's always a pleasure to podcast with you, my friend. It is fun. It is fun. I am looking forward to our next episode. I think it's going to be great. Yes. And uh, thanks to everybody who came out in the chat. Randy, Stephanie, uh, Tim, Fonz, thanks for coming out. Share the show, podcastpd.com. We will see you next time. Thank you for checking out this episode of Podcast PD. For links to everything that we discussed in this episode, you can visit the show notes at our website, podcastpd.com. To connect with the show on social media, we are at Podcast PD on Instagram and Twitter, and we share using the hashtag PodcastPD. To connect with AJ and myself, we are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie and at AJ Bianco. We would love to hear from you, so please go to podcastpd.com slash feedback and send us an email, send us a voice message, whatever you need to do. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody that you think would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy, and we hope you enjoyed Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening, we appreciate your sharing, and we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.